0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and lifestyle branding coach, and welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. And so we are on a roll. I have another awesome clinician to introduce you to. This clinician, they are from Connecticut. Their highest degree includes the following, licensed master's in social work, licensed addiction drug counselor advanced addiction drug counselor and certified clinical trauma professional. This clinician currently works as a substance abuse counselor full-time as a therapist and she is on Arthur, okay? So, if you have no clue what we're doing right now, we are um interviewing individuals through an online platform that I have where I really want to get Um, in the mindset of the clinicians as far as where they are um, with their goal within one year from when they filled out the form, what's holding them back, and how do they feel like I can best help them. So what I am doing is I am providing anyone who fills out this form for a particular time frame, as long as it's available, I will give them two tips and one recommendation, and then I will upload it as a podcast where they can be featured on my podcast and they can listen um, to their feedback whenever they want. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into how I can help this clinician today. So this clinician's goal, I love it. She says, my goal is to learn to promote and market my book, develop several streams of income, including online courses, identify her target audience, and learn how to brand her business effectively. She wants to gain a better understanding of what platform works best for her, gain contracts within the community to work with clients post-incarceration, and or struggling with addiction. She wants to gain or obtain clientele that are serious about their mental health, meaning they need to be ready to put in that work. <clears throat> Excuse me. Her goal is not to depend only on private practice because money can fluctuate too much with a private practice. She also doesn't want to work herself to death. She wants to spend some of her time, of course, with the flexibility lifestyle, Of having time with her family, going on vacation, and doing things that she enjoys. Okay. So she sounds awesome. She sounds like she really has a grasp as far as where she can see herself in the year. And I'm going to say in five to 10 years. So then let's go into what's holding her back. So she stated, I think my mindset was initially the thing holding me back. Now I realize I must invest in myself while also planting a seed in the good ground with those that can provide me with the knowledge, skill set, and strategy to bring these goals to pass. I really love how she conceptualized her mindset as holding her back, and that's also linked to her needing to or wanting to do more of investing in herself. I talk about this a lot. I've talked about it on previous podcast episodes where our clientele or the community or whomever we are expecting opportunities from, they will not invest their time and or money into us if we don't, one, understand our value, two, we don't know what we want to do as far as helping that program out because we have to be very strategic, meeting the benefits of what we can offer them because they are paying us. And most importantly, we constantly Constantly have to invest in ourselves. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into tip number one. So I named tip number one turn one idea into four streams of income because this particular clinician wants multiple streams of income. So I know that she says she was an author, but she also wants to um, host multiple programs, do a lot in the community. So let's just say that this clinician wrote a book on her target population. Let's just say post-incarceration, reintegration back into the community. So let's take that one idea of reintegration. And she wrote a book. The first tip I have for this clinician is to always have that book on you, unless it's an ebook, and make that book your new business card. Instead of passing out a business card, tell people you have a book, can I email you a copy? Especially, let's just say if you are a guest on a podcast and you are talking about that particular topic, give that person a book ahead of time so that they can talk about your book. They can post your book, okay? But turn your book into a business card. Next You can create an online course directly related to the topics in the book. And the best part is, let's just say if your book is 12 chapters, you can make an online course or a mini course or masterclass on each lesson. So if you have 13 chapters, you can have 13 masterclasses. And that's multiple streams of income within itself, unless you wanted to have a longer online course. Okay. Of course you can have, in-person classes um, that are maybe four, eight, 10 weeks. Um, I would also encourage this clinician to obtain contracts in the community directly linked to the topics of this book because what she has already done Um, as I read in her bio, is that she's already established herself as becoming and or scaling herself as an expert with that particular population. So why not bring it up a notch and actually start building out contracts, aka building programs based off of your book, because your book gives you authority. And then the last tip I'll give you with the streams of income is look into specifically, if this clinician has not already, look into developing workbooks. Workbooks are really big right now because people necessarily don't want to get another journal to write in what they can just actually write in the book right then and there, because then they can go back to it. They can kind of see where they were. It's like a journal. And also those books don't have to be that long. You can literally have 25 pages and then journal pages inside for people to flush out what they're thinking about. Okay. So tip number two is mindset. So I'm going to go back to the word investing. Investing in yourself is key. So your goal or this clinician's goal is to have companies, governmental agencies, and clients within the community invest in her services. So if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to think about how far we've come as it relates to electronic or just as charting. Okay. You know, back in the day we used to what, um, you know, uh, record our notes in a, like a tape machine. Right. And then of course, document them on a sheet of paper, like handwritten with a pen. Then we went to typing them out on a word document. Then we went to moving into more electronic charting. Now we have electronic charting available on our phone, depending on the company that you go with. Right. So if you look at the history of electronic charting, and how far we've come, the goal of electronic charting is to be more efficient and provide a higher quality of care because if someone needs their chart right away, we don't have to wait seven to 10 days to fax it over. We can just send it over right away because it's in a system. All we have to do is download it. But the bottom line is, is it's more efficient and it's higher quality. So we have to think about ourselves in the mental health field as what are we doing to invest in ourselves to increase our quality? Okay. As a professor myself, I have no choice because I also choose certain classes that I love to teach because it's also embedded in what I do for my clinical practice. I have no choice, but to be in the current know about certain topics. So when you have to take continuing educational courses, when you get licensed as a mental health clinician, take classes that are linked to your expertise because you're constantly building up your resume. Okay. So, Um, as a provider, as an author, and as a program developer for this particular clinician, I really want you to, I'm going to say, spend a full year investing in yourself. Investing in yourself could include going to workshops, seminars, conferences, masterclasses, um, signing up for online courses, and choose courses or masterclasses in areas that you have a deficit and that you're ready to receive help. You have to be teachable and coachable. Anyone that's worked with me in my dope therapist programs, they have to be coachable and teachable because otherwise, why are you in the program if you don't want to receive help? So remember also technology is changing, honestly, every millisecond. So if you don't want to be out of the loop, you have to be part of what's happening right now, meaning you have to be in the know. You have to constantly educate yourself. And a lot of that goes back to mindset and the narrative that you tell yourself as far as what you want in your business, okay? So my recommendation is, of course, the Dope Therapist Tribe. And I'm going to gear the benefits toward this particular clinician. We will address how to market one product or one service and flip it into multiple streams of income. We will also talk about the benefits, um, of course, of self-care. We will address um, compassion fatigue. We will talk about how stress from our personal and work life can blend together and honestly just deplete us and burn people out to the point where some people even have left the field because they're burnt out. So I will cover more like a whole life model, but of course, we'll talk about marketing. I know in part of where you're stuck, you had addressed, where do you go find your clients? Um, We'll fine tune who your target audience is because that will tell you where your clients are. So there will be a certain level of social media training. And then one of the wonderful parts about the Dope Therapist Tribe is that it's a membership program. It's monthly. We have monthly coaching calls. And we also have the opportunity for you to get one-on-one coaching and participate in mastermind programs with a membership discount price. And the only people who will know about the price are the people in the program, but you will have a significant discount If you want a one-on-one session with myself, or if you want to participate when we do city tours um, in a mastermind meeting, which are typically two days, nine to five, and you do get CEs if you are licensed, but it is an awesome opportunity for us to work together face-to-face, and it is a very small group, usually eight to 10 people. Okay, So I would really recommend this clinician to become part of the Dope Therapist tribe. And if you are listening to this podcast and you believe that anything that we talked about today resonated with you as far as wanting to write a book, having wrote a book, and then you want to turn that into different streams of income. You want to be able to market your business more effectively. You want to fine tune who your client avatar is. You want to just honestly brand your lifestyle for abundance and not just have to work all the time, then you definitely want to check the show notes and check out the Dope Therapist Tribe. Now, if you want to be featured on my podcast, I've also included the link for the assessment that all of these clinicians have filled out and only for a limited time, literally because I am getting a lot of them. Okay, For a limited time, I will be doing video tips and recommendations. At some point, Of course, I can't do everything. I'm not superwoman, so I will have to stop. But that doesn't mean I will stop all the way. That just means that I may take a break on doing videos because that takes a lot of time. Okay? Nevertheless, I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. I really hope the clinician is happy with the tips and recommendations that I provided. And I hope to see everyone who is listening in the Dope Therapist Tribe. Have a great day. Bye.